we were on a search for Mesolithic footprints. Seven thousand years old, along with a submerged oak forest, an Iron Age trackway, bones of extinct cattle, deer, pig, otter, eel, all revealed and unrevealed in the River Severn's tidal sweep. The estuary nearly swallowed us up, calves, knees, thighs, struggling in the syrupy, slurping, burping silt. We survived the quicksand. Further out, curlews tiptoe across the surface tension. Curlew, wimbrel, redshank, teal. There's the lighthouse and the wetlands, the site of special scientific interest, sanctuary for Godwit and Little Owl. The seawall holds back the seven, started by the Romans, extended by medieval monks, completed in the 1970s. My grandfather worked on it, employed to douse underground streams. Clarks on churches along this stretch of the River Severn commemorate the Great Flood of 1607. Caused by what is likely to have been a tsunami, a 7.5 metre high wave travelling at nearly 40 miles per hour, it claimed over 2,000 lives. William Jones wrote of the wave at the time, Sometimes it so dazzled the eyes of many of the spectators that they imagined it had been some fog or mist coming from great swiftness towards them and with such a smoke as if mountains were all on fire. Many who were rich in the morning were beggars before noon. The seawall holds back the Severn, creating the wetlands, a haven for bird life. This is an area cross-hatched with reens. Pylons march across the landscape, buzzing and fizzing. Stand below the cables and they seem to pull at your hair, singe your ears. Electricity manufactured just a stone's throw away, just there where the usk meets the Severn. One glorious morning, late April, I heard my first cuckoo of that spring, and then from below, somewhere in the marshy reens, a deep, subsonic boom, an alien voice. It reminded me of the heptopods from the film Arrival, who come to Earth with a message, a threat, or a gift. The Seven's mudflats shine in the morning sun, and over the silver waters of the estuary there's Western Supermare and the Mendips. The islands of Steepholme and Flatholme slide like submarines through the water. It's curiously beautiful, but it's unsettling. The subsonic boom returns. 
A mother and her young son pass me. I tell them I've heard a cuckoo in the woods. And a bittern in the marshes, she says. That boom, I realize, is the bittern. It's unworldly. And like Amy Adams in Arrival, I'm the linguist sent to decipher this alien language. What is it trying to tell me? Does it bring a message, a gift, or a threat? This ancient place, with its layers of history, its haven for wildlife, is under threat. A proposed M4 relief road will slice through this sanctuary. Traffic pours over the Severn Bridge into South Wales, reaching a bottleneck at the Bringglass Tunnels just a few miles from here. Roads are congested and choking with traffic. I hear the bittern's subsonic boom. You don't have to be an expert in alien linguistics to understand what it's saying. Bow.